0: This is the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast, Episode 20, Gardening Jobs and Plants of Interest, for November. PlantAdvice.co.uk, for all your gardening needs. Hello and welcome to the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast, with me, Richard Farrah And me, Sue Mack. This is the podcast to help you get the very best out of your garden with our regular features such as jobs to do in the garden and plants of note for this time of year. Coming up in this episode, we have our plant of the month for November, which is Calicarpa Bodinieri Variety Geraldii Profusion, sometimes called Beauty Berry. I don't know why I choose these sometimes, too, because that's a bit of a mouthful, that one. You've been practising it, though. <laughs> I have, yes. Yes. <laughs> You found me out. We've got jobs to do in the garden and the vegetable garden. Our plants of note for November are Camellia Sasanqua Plantation Pink and Clematis Madame Julia Correvon. We're into November, but it doesn't feel like November, does it? We've had a phenomenally mild October. It's
1: been amazing. I mean, as we said today, we've even had the French doors open. It's been such a beautiful, warm day.
0: I remember at Halloween in previous years, we've been wrapped up warm. It's been frosty and cold outside when we've been trick and treating. This year mild as anything I isn't know.
1: it and we won't even be able to open the mild wine yet because it's not cold <laughs> enough
0: no, it's gin and- i've got it
1: all waiting i'm just waiting for the chilly weather to arrive
0: it's still gin and tonic weather isn't it, it is <laughs> mm. well the days are certainly getting shorter, the clocks have gone back and winter is just around the corner no matter what we do it will be coming and plant growth will start slowing down although the garden is full of bloom i have not seen the garden so colorful at this time of year
1: no neither have i i mean it is slowing down still, you, you're right, because things aren't growing at the same speed. But the flowers are amazing still. It's y- just beautiful.
0: And you've still got your hanging baskets. I know.
1: Out. I know. I think I'm the only person in the village, though, that's still hanging on to the who hanging baskets because they're still just so pretty.
0: While you're persevering, uh, I think we mentioned in last month's podcast – while they're still going, they're still looking good. Why not? Enjoy the colour
1: of them, exactly.
0: Yeah, they've still got colour. And moving into the more winter months, it tends to be more berries and bark which take the lead role in the garden as opposed to flowers for colour. Things like uh, cornice, they're, uh, the dogwood, they can be really bright. And in the past we've talked about the winter garden, haven't we, in Anglesey Abbey? Yes. And that specialises in plants that look good just in the winter. And some of the plants we've got this month, berries, do play an important part. The calicarpa, for example, and it also is important this time of year to consider having evergreen plants in your garden because the leaves shed from the deciduous plants the evergreen plants can still give structure and colour to the garden through the winter Now, we haven't got any interviews this month. I did try getting an interview with a manufacturer of seeds called Unwinds, but unfortunately they didn't get back to me. So I shall try harder next month and see if we can get somebody who wants to talk to us about some aspect of horticulture. But if you're out there and listening to the podcast and you're in the horticultural trade in any way and you'd like to speak to us and you've got something which you think might be of interest to people, please let me know. You can email me at podcast at uk. Well, last month we went to a trade show, didn't we, sir, which is unheard yes. of for us. We normally go to the flower shows, but this was specifically for the trade in the NEC in Birmingham in the middle of the UK. Really different.
1: Very interesting. I've never, well, I don't think I've been to a trade show. I can't really remember being to a trade show, but very impressed. It was very interesting. They had, to see. They had
0: all the big stands from the big fertiliser manufacturers, the seed companies. But also a lot of little start-up companies, entrepreneurs with new products, which are really interesting. One was the square foot planting scheme, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was amazing. What a good idea.
0: And these are essentially a piece of plastic, which is a foot square, clues in the title, I suppose. And they've got a variety of holes so that when you plant things, you know when they get to maturity, how much space they need between things.
1: Yeah, because I think I battle with that myself, especially in the vegetable garden. You just plant stuff, then things grow and then everything's taking over and it's It gets congested, doesn't yes, it? Yeah, which this is such a good idea. And I think, didn't they say they're using it in schools?
0: Yes, they had a special pack which is brightly coloured for kids as well. Brilliant and I know idea. the RHS are also promoting horticulture into the curriculum for youngsters, particularly at primary school. And I think something like that would be superb for oh, kids.
1: fantastic, really. wonderful for kids and adults alike, yeah. you know, because we all sort of struggle with that type of thing. I did that a bit this year with my geraniums <laughs> in <written>? Yes. <laughs> they sort of took over everything.
0: <laughs> a bit more space next year. <laughs> I think so. But that's what we do. We learn by our mistakes, don't we? Exactly. Yeah, next year we'll have a little bit more space, we'll do things a bit differently. And you, They
1: did make a lovely show, and, and, <laughs> and still making a lovely show. Indeed,
0: yes. And your dahlias at the front, they were oh, lovely.
1: yeah, beautiful.
0: Although I was a bit nervous they were congesting now a newly planted yew hedge. Mm,
1: but we've since discovered that even the yew hedge that didn't have dahlias near us struggling, yes, struggling in some way.
0: I don't know what's going on there. We're going to keep our eye on that, and hopefully it'll bounce back. But another little entrepreneur we saw at the Glee show were uh, a company specialising in hangers for pots that just clip round a standard household drain pipe.
1: Yeah, it was very good.
0: It's such a simple clip. Didn't need any screws or anything like that. Just really hangs by gravity and friction. Very interesting. Just on a bog standard drain pipe. Yeah. And these things do look a bit unsightly or can do. And what a lovely way to use something which is there anyway. It's functional and makes it look pretty. Yeah. We'll have links to both of these companies, the Square Foot Planting and the Drain Pipe Hangers, in the show notes to this episode, which you can find at plantadvice.co.uk slash episode 20.
1: The only thing I found about the show, you couldn't buy anything. There were so many <laughs> nice things, and it was like, "Oh, that looks
0: good," but you couldn't buy anything. Something to do with it being a trade show, yes, isn't it? They yeah. weren't allowed to they sell things. They weren't allowed
1: to sell anything.
0: Yeah. They could give you samples.
1: Yeah, I did manage to get a couple of samples of different <laughs> things, but there was a few things that I really would have liked to have bought. But there again, they're not there for that. They're there to promote their business and
0: to garden centres and such like. Well, exactly,
1: yeah. and yeah. that is it. It was like going into a huge garden centre, wasn't it? There was just everything and anything you could really think of
0: and it was probably a good job you couldn't buy things it (laughs) might have proved rather expensive (gasps) now our plant of the month for november is calicarpa budinieri variety geraldii profusion which is also known as the beauty berry this is a hardy, deciduous shrub. It likes full sun or partial shade and can grow up to three metres with a two and a half metre spread. It has an average growth rate and the flowers are small pink little flowers in July. The leaves are about five to twelve centimetres and the young foliage is purplish but it turns darker green in summer and later a golden purpley colour in autumn. So it gives some nice autumn colour. But the key thing about this plant, the thing that really stands out Vivid, is its fruit. It's clusters of violet, bead-like berries, four millimetres in diameter in autumn. And these remain into winter after the plant has lost all its leaves, so it adds continuing interest. Now we've got a little photo on the screen here that Sue and I are both looking at. I've never seen this plant before, so... No, I haven't But either. what an amazing set of berries. It's
1: beautiful. And in the picture of the foliage, the foliage looks lovely when it has got the foliage on, but I've never, ever seen it.
0: No, I haven't. But such very a pretty. vivid purple colour. And it's you know, like um Groups atom. of almost, yeah, atoms, yes, It, it looks All exactly little like eggs. a
1: little atom, you know. Yeah,
0: little tiny atoms clumped mm, together. Very pretty. Can give some real interesting colour to the garden. Soil-wise, it likes fertile, well-drained soil, but it can tolerate some lime in the soil. It has the RHS Award of Garden Merit and the RHS Award Perfect for Pollinators, so a good all-round plant that the bees and other flying insects like. The berries and leaves can be used for flower arranging. I can imagine you really yes, could use those, couldn't you? yeah. Any flower arrangement, they really would pop out and sing.
1: I've just never seen it. I'm going to look now. Yes, find this. And me
0: too. I do learn a lot by doing this. Maintenance-wise, pretty easy. Prune in early spring. And if you want to buy this plant, we do have links to the plant on our website, which you can get the show notes for this particular episode at plantadvice.co.uk slash episode 20. Jobs to do in the garden. Now, jobs to do in the garden for November. One thing you can be doing is taking hardwood cuttings. Some shrubs are best propagated by taking hardwood cuttings at this time of year and this method can be used for rose cultivars and shrubs such as Cornus and Sambucus. What you need to do is cut about 20 centimetre long pencil thick stems. The top cut should be sloping and just above a bud. The base cut should be horizontal and just below a bud dip the base in some cutting hormone rooting powder if you've got it and then insert it into a prepared silt trench that has some grit and sand forked into the base to ease the drainage three quarters of the length of the cutting should be in the soil don't forget to label your cuttings because you will forget what you've put where so you can remember what they are and what you've done with them and it should take about 12 to 18 months to root and give you a new plant you can also continue to collect fallen leaves at this time of year. Fallen leaves are excellent for making leaf mould. We've stored them in just a conventional black plastic bag before, haven't we? Yes, we, we and have. And that's worked.
1: I'm wondering if I, would it help if I collected them and just laid them all on top of the veggie garden, will it?
0: Well, it acts like a kind of mulch, but yes, it might whether stop that the would cats. break, well, I don't know, that would stop the cats. But leaf mould is an excellent soil improver, so if you have leaves in your garden, don't chuck them away. Do use them because it makes brilliant leaf mould. If you've got a pond, spread a net over the garden pond to catch falling leaves. If they get in there and they rot down, they're going to add too much nitrogen and nutrients to the pond, which can then promote algal growth and it will be a right pain to get rid of. Much easier to stop them getting in there in the first place. You can also lift and divide congested herbaceous perennials at this time of year and by dividing them that gives you extra plants which you can plant in other areas of your garden or swap with your friends. You can also plant bare rooted trees and shrubs and don't forget lightly fork over the borders so they can absorb autumn rainfall and it doesn't run off gunnera manicata leaves they can be cut back at this time of year you can also use the leaves to cover the crowns of the plant for protection against winter frosts so it's a double whammy you're doing a job and then using the leaves to protect it instead of horticultural fleece a natural product you can still be cutting lawns at this time of year not normally but we've just cut ours maybe for the last time but who knows i, don't
1: know. I mean it's, things are still growing
0: yeah they certainly guess- are
1: 17 degrees out there today and the sun's out and we've had rain why isn't it going to grow
0: yeah so if the lawn is still growing and long and it's not too wet give the lawn a trim and when you do think you've finished for the year get your lawnmower serviced Ours needs to be serviced it does, yes. it's not starting very well we tried cleaning the spark plug but something's wrong off to the service shop he'll go once we think we've finished you can also complete planting of tulip bulbs we've planted which a few more done, haven't we in, yes. the, in the front garden which should look nice And if you're thinking of a new lawn for next year, sites for new lawns can be prepared for seed sowing in the spring. In the vegetable garden, you can sow seeds inside of lettuce and sow seeds outside of broad beans. You can plant out garlic cloves and rhubarb crowns. We've planted our garlic cloves, haven't we? Yep. Which you just said the cats are being out and trying Oof. to dig up. I oh, know. So we're going to try putting a cloche on that. which Just to protect the Yeah, bush. not for any heat purposes, but just to try and keep the animals out. And also, it's still harvest time for some plants. You can harvest Swiss chard, spinach, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, swede, leeks, radish, parsnips, kale, beetroot, carrots, cabbage, and lettuce. Plants of note. Now, plants of note for November. Our first plant is Camellia sasanqua plantation pink. This is a beautiful pink camellia with a bright yellow button in the centre, but it looks very reminiscent of a cistus.
1: Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Definitely. Very delicate flower. Very flat sort of
0: flower. Papery sort of thin leaves. Yeah, It's a hardy evergreen shrub with an average growth rate. It can grow up to six metres tall with a three metre spread. It's strongly upright but with an open habit. It likes partial shade but preferably not east-facing. Soil-wise, it likes moist but well-drained humus-rich acid soil, as most camellias do, ericaceous compost if you're putting it in a pot. The leaves for this camellia, they're a glossy dark green leaf, but you do need to protect it from cold dry winds and early morning sun to prevent damage to the emerging buds and flowers. Water the plants in dry weather to prevent buds falling off. We need to do that for our camellia, mm, don't we, same. as the buds are forming yeah. it's a key thing to do. And apply a balanced fertiliser in mid-spring and June and top dress annually with well-rotted leaf mould. We talked about leaf mould earlier. You can be using your own leaf mould, which you made last year. And after flowering, lightly prune to retain its shape. The flowers are large pastel pink. Single flowers with a large boss of golden yellow. Really is a that large is boss of gorgeous. golden yellow. Pops out at you, doesn't it? The stamens from the centre there. It has a sweet fragrance and it flowers from October to December. So unusual. We've got a cambelia, but that's a spring flowering a spring one. one. But this some really lovely colour mm. in december which is wintertime realise,
1: is it do you how many plants are still if you look around now? you can
0: find a surprising amount yeah
1: there's talk about the garden still going on and it can still go on
0: with careful planning i think you can have flowers and colour and interest all, all year, year round the garden it doesn't have to be bearing boring in the wintertime at all does it
1: no, just you have to walk <laughs> outside in the cold.
0: Cold and wind and the rain. Well, not everyone listening comes from the UK. so <laughs>
1: Well, that's true. I
0: mean, you hail from I'm South Africa warm yourself. i a weather
1: gardener. <laughs> yes,
0: so if you're not in the UK, you might have a slightly milder climate than we do. Wow, well, this is it. But then it gives us a selection of plants we would not be otherwise able to grow. Very true.
1: But then I do feel we try and grow too many things in the summer months that aren't um, forcing
0: things that yes yeah. and mm. i
1: think sometimes
0: half of the annuals we have aren't native and they won't survive a winter they're not frost hardy
1: gardening in the summer months in england is stunning but when you've got to dig up stuff and put fleece around stuff it's quite a faff really it's, isn't it's it? an
0: awful faff we watched gardeners world last night yeah. which is a tv program here for gardeners in the uk and the bbc and the presenter monty don was digging up A banana plant. And the amount of faff you had to dig it up and chop the leaves off and take all the soil off the roots and let it dry off and then do it again next year. It just doesn't seem worth it for
1: three months of show and then you've got to pack it away. And I can see why now so many people do have greenhouses because... There is so much in our gardens in the summer that shouldn't really be there because the winter, they can't survive.
0: But we are trying to think a bit more along that route, aren't we? Yeah. We're trying to think more of perennials, which yeah. are hardy to our climate, which means we don't have to mess around quite too much every year. And also the cost. Yeah, cost the cost involved. is a big issue. Although things like the dahlia, we've got those. You can dig them up. We're
1: going to give that a go. And I think plant them again next year. I think last month, we're going to give that a go.
0: Which is faff, but the cost yeah. You've paid for it once and then not again. And our second plant of note for November is clematis, or some people call it clematis. I've always called it clematis. Which you call it? Clematis. Yeah, we'll go with clematis.
1: But I don't know. It's, it is debatable which one it is.
0: The plant doesn't care, does it? No.
1: We all know what we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. talking about. <laughs> Clemat- <laughs> Whichever name we call it, we all know.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, clematis, Madame Julia Coravon. That's the cultivar. It's a hardy, deciduous climate and a compact variety, which means it's good for growing in a container. It is fast growing and grow up to three metres tall with a one and a half metre spread, likes full sun or partial shade. And it does have the RHS award of garden merit. So, you know, it's a good performer. Soil-wise, it likes fertile, well-drained soil, and the flowers are deeply veined, rich red with a yellow stamen. Quite Beautiful. big, twelve centimeters diameter. But the best bit of this thing, I think, is it flowers from July to November. What a phenomenally long flowering period!
1: And again, I've never ever seen one
0: flowering this yeah. time of year. I know, you know we've you got a lot of. You
1: imagine is your spring summer. Yeah. You just don't know it is sort of summer autumn.
0: And if we've got a mild autumn, it might even go past November, something well, exactly. like that this year.
1: Stunning, absolutely. But then I do love tomatoes It's one they of my things. They are favourite. nice, aren't they? And yeah.
0: climbing, they can cover unsightly features in your garden as well, yeah, can't they?
1: exactly. And then you've got flowers, not just greenery.
0: Yeah, it is beautiful. And it's festooned with flowers, isn't it? It is. Foliage, the leaves are mid to dark green, and maintenance-wise you need to cut back the stems to a pair of strong buds about 15 centimetres above the ground before growth begins in early spring. Mulch in late winter with garden compost or well-rotted garden manure, but avoid the crown and it has good resistance to clematis wilt and this and all plants in this episode you can find links to and the show notes for this episode at plantadvice.co.uk episode 20 so that about wraps it up for this episode Next month, it's going to be December. That really is winter then, isn't it? Yes, it is. So but we've
1: definitely got to get someone to have a chat to, I think, for yeah, the next no, one. Sure.
0: I've got two people on mine, which I shall chase up and see how we get on with that. And by next time, I'm sure we will have had our first frost.
1: Oh, yes. Let's hope so. Last <laughs> year, we only had two mild ones. Yeah, just we had a mild know. winter. Very Our dahlias mild. will
0: be tucked up in the shed by then, I'm sure.
1: Well, you never know. <laughs> well, let's see next month. Do you let's re- see when we talk next do month. Do you
0: reckon when we do it next month, we'll be sitting here saying, the hanging baskets <laughs> are, are still, still out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in a way, I hope not, because it would be nice for winter to start settling. and um, And
0: it's a change. The seasons do is. give you a change of different plants and continuing interest, don't they?
1: I mean, like today is beautiful, but it is erring on warm. It's not that beautiful, crisp autumn day where if no, you walk and there's out with a big nice jersey about those, on, I went to walk out in a T-shirt. So let's hope winter kicks in
0: soon. <laughs> I'm sure it will do. Anyway.
1: We need to open the mulled wine. <laughs> so we
0: do need to crack open the mulled wine. So you can follow us online if you want uh, on Twitter at plantadvice or follow us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash plantadvice. So that is it. That is all for this episode. Thank you ever so much for listening and I hope you'll listen again next month. Until then, it's goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from
0: me. podcast was brought to you by plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs